Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now it's January and you know what that means. So many people will be wanting to head back to the gym or maybe just feeling like they should head back to the gym because of, you know, diet culture and all of that jazz. Um, But gym anxiety is a real thing and it can be quite intimidating to go to the gym if you haven't been in a few months and if you don't feel confident in what you're doing. (coughs) Excuse me. Paul Byrne from Body Burn Fitness is with me in studio to talk about this. Welcome to the studio and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good morning or afternoon. (laughs) Good afternoon now. Yeah, God, it does feel like morning though. How common is is gym anxiety? Would you see it a lot? Um, Over the last couple of years, it's more common than it's ever been. And I would put it down to a lot of social media. Okay. And fitness and health has became practically narcissistic. Okay. If you know, like everybody has to show their bodies off and this is how what I lift, this is how I train and doing unrealistic, unsustainable stuff. So just going into the gym and doing your own thing and keeping yeah. it under your hands doesn't ex- happen. It doesn't happen as much as it did. Right, okay. Like there's a lot of gyms now have tripods with cameras on them everywhere. Yeah. So that can be quite intimidating as well. And especially the more vanity that's gone into it instead of just health and fitness. That's the thing. And I think some people think of it as accountability or like, I'm going to share this journey because it's going to motivate me. And when I get likes on my pictures, that motivates me to go back to the gym. And there's something in that. But it can be quite intimidating for other people who just want to go in and just move their bodies a little bit. Yeah, some people just want to go in and train. And like like girls, don't want to go in covered in makeup and having the latest training gear. They just want to go in in sweaty clothes, work out, look their worst, get the best benefit from it and all the benefits, the mental benefit and the health benefits. But not about who's looking at me and what, how do I look and... That's unfortunately what's part and package what's happened in gyms now over the last few years. But is there an argument then that if everyone's so obsessed with themselves that actually nobody's looking at you in the gym because they're looking at themselves and they're looking at their phone? You're you're spot on. They're looking at themselves. Like so when you're going into the gym, just look after yourself, train for yourself, impress yourself and just you want to be the best version of yourself. And is... Like I, what I find intimidating is like I don't really know how to use like I have a personal trainer, but we do home training, so I don't use equipment. So if I ever go to a gym, I'm like, I don't really know how this works and I don't know how much I can lift and I don't want to like overestimate it. But then I don't also want to be lifting baby weights. So, yeah, well, most gyms have trainers there. Um, so ask, literally ask, what's that for? Or even ask somebody like a lot of people that do that are in shape and in gyms are to call gym rats practically that live there all the time. Like ask them, don't be afraid. Like so, there is a lot of really nice people in gyms yeah. and a lot of people want to help you. Um, and just what's this for? People, a lot of people love to help other people. So it's not that bad if you can just ignore the ones that are self-obsessed. Right, um, okay. And that are just there flexing. And, you know, enjoy it. It has to be enjoyable. We've got a few texts in on this. Um Running is the thing that I find least intimidating in the gym, but I've been told it's so bad for your knees. Is it really that bad? And is it as bad if I run outside on grass as it would be on a footpath? It is. Well, one thing about running on a treadmill, you're cushioned better and you control the speed. So when you're running outside, you have things like potholes or you're, you're going downhill or uphill. And it's well, the, the impact on the ground, there's not much give. So it can be a bit tougher if you're not used to it. But like everything else, if you start very slowly, just do like a one mile first. If you're going straight into running three mile or four mile, it's a lot on the joints straight away. Okay. So build up to it. Like, like with weight training, build up, start slowly and softly. And then the and body then kind of adapts. It will be less on the joints. If you go straight off and try to run 10k or 5k, you're, you're going to hurt your knees. It. You're going to hurt your ankles. Right, okay. 
What is the best activity for getting a base level of fitness? I can run a little about two or three K, but I'm very weak. Is there any one activity that is best to kick me off? Like, should I weight lift? Is it some is something like spin good? Um, well, it's what you enjoy most. Like as well, that's like, what you're going to stick to. You stick what you enjoy and that, that you really love. But my own personal opinion, I would say strength training is the best thing for anybody because it does everything. It speeds metabolism, makes you stronger, makes you fitter, you know, and burns more calories in the rest. But if it's spinning is good, it's great. If you like it, aerobic classes, like running, swimming, cycling, whatever you like, um, once you enjoy it. So they're all kind of cardio, but you think that the they're strength... They're all cardio. Is that like just lifting heavy things? Lifting. Well, again, lifting, like I say, to do cardio, just lift weights faster. Okay, right, <laughs> okay. okay. Get that heart so, um Yeah, weight strength training is better. Okay. Like, and that's in my own opinion as well. And I think a lot of... All, and would people. you need, like, is that safe to just start yourself? Or could you get injured? You could get injured if you don't seek professional advice. Right, so okay. yeah, it's like everything you'd have to see. It's like learning to drive a car. Yeah. So you're not going to jump behind the wheel and off you go. You know, you're going to And crash. is it different for every person? Like, can some people start at a higher weight to be lifting? Or could you, like, do you, when you see clients, are you like, okay, this person has a bad back or this person has had four kids, so we're going to adapt for this specific exactly yeah well you see it's not one fits all with strength training any sort of exercise not one fits all where classes everybody has to fit the class mm -hmm. but with, with individual training your own it's programmed to suit yourself so if you've got a back problem there's certain exercises you should stay clear of okay. that's why you seek professional advice but um, if it has to suit you and if it suits you correctly then done correctly start off like it's not about the weight it's about getting to the failure at the rep range so okay. if it's 5 kilo and you fail at 10 reps that's the correct weight. But if it's five kilo and you can do 50 reps, it's far too light. Right, okay. I feel so self-conscious at the gym. This is a text, but I really want to try. I can't afford personal training, but I have joined a gym. Are there any weights or machines that you'd recommend that will get me into it that won't be as intimidating? Any weights or machines? like Yeah. Um, like start with the machines because you can't really go wrong on machines. Okay. Because well, weights, like your stability, like get the muscles stronger for start off and all the machines go around. They're actually self-explanatory how to use them. Yeah, sometimes Again, they have pictures and they show They have pictures and explanations as well and it's, you're not going to injure yourself. There's less chance you have an accident where if you jump under a squat rack and put the wrong weight on, you could topple over or you could hurt your back badly. Okay. So start off machines, get fit, get start enjoying it, start feeling comfortable and then ask advice off somebody and like I said, there's always trainers in the gym that are dying to give you a program as well that suits you. And so just go back to what you were saying there about the reps. So you should be lifting something that you can lift how many times before? Well, I would, the magic number for me is 10 to 12 reps. Okay. And that's the best. So like lower rep range is obviously you want to get stronger and higher rep range you want to get fitter and stronger. So I would always keep, keep between 10 to 12 reps. And after so 12 reps you should be feeling that. You should that, be like that. You can't go anymore really. So okay. that's, going, that's called positive failure. So if you're lifting a weight let's say it's 10 kilo and you can go to 20 or 30 reps it's too light. Okay. Just increase that so rate. So go up to 12 or 15 and then, and then. Once you stop you can't do any more than 12. Now if you can only do up to 4 or 5 reps the too weight's heavy. too heavy. Okay. So that's a good way of gauging and it's stick to that okay perfect and you can adjust the things on the machine as well to be lifting yeah they're, they're quite so. easy it's a pin loaded a lot of them are pin loaded as well okay great great what is the best exercise to do when you're recovering from a meniscus tear oh meniscus tear you okay, might explain well, what that is first um, <laughs> meniscus tear would be in the knee okay so that's um, the meniscus is the road in between the carriage and the knee so it's, it's torn it there the best exercise would be isolation as well very slow rehab back into it 
Um, obviously strengthen up the quad area around the knees but don't go into heavy squatting Not most certainly stay away from running or anything like that or anything cycling is very good for it as well because it's less impact and you're working the muscles on it and probably swimming as well no well, swimming is great but it's not actually isolating on the quad area right, so you're working okay. all but swimming is great but you're right with no impact as well um, I have really dodgy hips is there anything that you would recommend that might help Stretch, stretch, stretch. Mobility okay. training will help her hips. Uh, sorry if it's female. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know if it's I'm female. I'm just assuming. So whatever, whoever, it's stretch, stretch, stretch. Get the hips mobility. A lot of people dodgy hips is usually because the hips are tight and their flexibility or mobility is not great in that so area. sit so much. Sitting so much being static, that can cause that. Do you find that a lot of people don't warm up or cool down properly at the gym? Oh, absolutely. It's the biggest thing. They jump into it, you know, yeah. and then you're guaranteed. It's like, think of the muscle like Play-Doh. Right, so okay. if you just grab Play-Doh at the being sitting in the cold and try to stretch, it's going to break. So if you roll it in your hands and penetrate heat into it, it gets very flexible and you run it. That's exactly what happens to the muscle okay. and it moves better. So that's, actually that's the, probably the best explanation I've ever heard of it. Of course it is, I gave it. <laughs> that makes sense because that, that makes a lot of sense. Because sometimes I, when I do go to the gym and I'm warming up, I feel kind of stupid like just standing there rolling my arms and I'm like, oh God, I feel like I'm wasting time and everyone else is lifting really heavy things and then I'm pushed to kind of rush through no, my warm-up. Don't rush through your warm-up. Take your time, get the body really warm, supple warm-up. Get your, What you're doing is bringing blood into the muscle group mm-hmm. and then so the more blood pumps in, the warmer it is. So you're heating it up and then, like I said, the Play-Doh, it's not going to tear. Then sometimes I'm like, that was a great warm-up. I think I'll just leave now. Um, I'm a beginner, but I've seen a lot of people using the Stairmaster on Instagram. Is that really as good as people are claiming or is it a, just an online fad? Again, it's cardio. So okay. cardio is a, what it is. It's increasing your heart rate above the core temperature of your body. So, And the more core temperature, you're burning more calories. So whether that's rowing, cycling, biking, anything is increasing your heart rate, whatever you enjoy. Is the Stairmaster is good, but it's um, a lot of girls like it because it gets a lot of traction because they're saying it's working my glutes, it's working my glutes. Okay, and doesn't but, um, isolate the glutes. It doesn't isolate the glutes. No. It gets the quads all warm. It does gets them working as well. It's it's slow. It's low impact, so it's you're not less chance of getting injured. But it is quite good. But um, it's cardio. It's just burning calories. And then for people, we have a text in here. Like for people who are not really into the gym or whatever, do you think that people should be stretching daily, even if they're just sitting at a desk or? Absolutely. Most certainly I would say stretch, stretch, stretch. It's great um, because especially if you're sitting at a desk because, you you know, like have a look at dogs the minute they wake up. Dogs stretch. stretch. Yeah. They even do it. But um, stretch is very good. You should do it because as you get older, especially when you're older, you need to stretch a lot more. You lose that like, mobility. Um, like I've lost, like I have to stretch every day now or I just get so sore and tight. Wondering if a combination of treadmill and rowing machine is good for a beginner like me. Jimmy. Yeah, it's mixing up the cardio. So okay. like it'd be like Stairmaster rower, like it's like uh, a triathlon, let's say, for example. So I do things like rower, bike and then onto the cross trainer or the treadmill after it. So it mixes it up 15 minutes of each. You have a 45 minute cardio workout and instead of you, board. <laughs> and is it better, like, is it OK to just be doing cardio or should everyone be doing strength? As well? well, I always recommend strength training for everybody. It, yeah. is, it has been proven better, scientifically proven much better. Um, but cardio is great for your fitness. If it's like if you're into running or you're into getting fitter, cardio is good. Yeah. But it, so everybody's different and it's what you enjoy. The main um, thing is enjoyability. I guess everything is better than nothing. Um, another text here. Uh, 
I've just started at the gym and I find when I'm lifting some weights that it hurts my back. Is that to be expected because I'm new or does it mean I'm doing something wrong? She's doing, I said she again, I don't, (laughs) that person's doing something wrong. If they're hurting their back, they're either lifting too heavy or it's an inaccurate technique. Okay. So you've got to correct technique, get some form. You can check it on YouTube, the exercise that they're doing see what it is or seek professional advice about okay. it. but they're definitely doing something wrong if they're hurting their back because it's not meant it to be shouldn't, you shouldn't hurt your back and things okay um, Stephanie do you have any help for seniors we're not mentioned at all seniors and exercise what they should be doing I think you actually have mentioned it a, a bit yeah seniors are great like I mean most of my gym um, the average age group is 50s 60s okay. upwards and um, they're in great shape they are so you can start at any age and again, it's I'd say seniors more so than anybody need to exercise. It does slow down the aging process and strength training will keep. If you don't use your muscle, you're going to lose your muscle. Mm-hmm. So you've got to use it and get it stronger. It'll help their posture. It'll help everything. It'll get them fitter. It'll get them going better. It's crucial that strength training for senior people, um, like say 50s, my own age group. Yeah. Again, it does work better for them. And, um, it's not never too old to start. And it can be like it's a gentle easing into it, like they're not same with anything else. Yeah. Gentle ease more so as you're older as well. You want to get it correctly done because you're more susceptible to injury as well. Being older, we have so many questions coming in here. If people want more from you or they want to engage with you or find out more information, where can they find you? You can get me on Instagram at bodyborn b o d y b y r n e. You can email info at bodyborn.ie um, or. Twitter, Bodyborn, or Facebook, Bodyborn. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much. And that's B-Y-R-N-E as in the second name. That is Paul Byrne from Bodyburn. Thank you Thank so you, very much. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.